0: Episode 60 of Thorn and My Side, a podcast with David Thorn and Izzy Brown, my co-host. Here he is.
1: He's going to talk now. (laughs) I'm going to do the talking now. So yeah, this is episode 60. We're going to have a battle royale. It's me and David to the death. (laughs) I cannot wait because I have the candlestick and I'm pretty sure that he's going to enter the library. (laughs) <laughs> That's my net.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> hell yeah! What?
1: He's gonna be—you're gonna be like, "Guy, are you at punk?"
0: Is that a clue?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh hell! We
1: just sell, and then Ben Matlock busts through the door, and he's like, "Don't worry, don't worry, Izzy, I'll help you clean up this crime scene." And I've got some cocaine to put here, just in case. He's like, "I'm very litigious." <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man uh so how things been we hadn't did an episode in a while it's it's uh, been
1: a it's been a minute you've been Uh, busy
0: for pride i'm sure (laughs) yeah (laughs) organizing the parade and whatnot
1: (laughs) i had to organize the parade all by myself uh you know and and it's really it's It's really hard because during Pride that's like my busiest time of year. I've got at least at least a gangbang or two a week and it's like, oh, where do I so many decks, right? Like so little time. Ugh. Yeah. You know what I need? I need two assholes. That's what I need. (laughs) That's (laughs) big. And then they'll stop calling me something up my sleeves, Brown. My mom, I, I was talk- <laughs> okay. So I was talking to my mom earlier Yeah, and, and uh, I, I told her, I said, that's okay. I have another trick up my sleeve, right? Uh, and she goes, that's why they call you tricky sleeves. Tricky Sleeves. And I started, I just bust out laughing, and I was like, I wish people called me Tricky Sleeves. That would be fucking fantastic. Oh, Tricky Sleeves Brown. Oh, Tricky Sleeves Brown. Always got a trick up them sleeves.
0: He, he, he's he got a trick up his sleeves, and he's wearing sleeveless shirts. <laughs> he's wearing a tank top, and he's still got a trick up his sleeve. Where he, he get- <laughs> where's his sleeves at? There's a trick up them.
1: God damn! Uh, God damn! Uh, oh fuck! Uh, I have uh. But during, huh? During Pride Month, I'm two asshole brown like that.
0: <laughs> two. <asshole>.
1: Uh, <laughs>
0: uh, oh hell yeah! Uh, Cow's got four stomachs.
1: <laughs>
0: Sudo's
1: got two assholes. <laughs> hey what? one is for deposits and the other one is for deposits so
0: (laughs) oh that's funny just (laughs) we got four articles today um four articles four articles would you like to pick one through four
1: yeah let's let's do a let's do a three
0: three all right it's from my arch nemesis (laughs) (laughs) vice news I don't know I why.
1: I like ninety nine percent of the time the first article I pick is from your. <laughs> it's from your arch nemesis.
0: we we should just get. They should pay us. To they should just fucking, sponsor us. Yeah. yeah, sponsor us, motherfuckers. What, you won't be our arch days, nemesis anymore.
1: We can team up. One of these days in the future you're gonna be in a bar wearing an eye patch and Vice News is gonna walk through the door and you're gonna be like you're gonna slam your beard down and you're gonna be like, Vice News, I told you not to show your face around here. <laughs> and Vice News is gonna be like what are you going to, what are you saying to me, two assholes, <laughs> <laughs> <Or? laughs> And it's, you're like, hey, that's insensitive. It's not Pride Month.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes to everything. Anyway, my arch nemesis, Vice News. This is the article I have. War Corps is the new streetwear subculture raising eyebrows in public.
1: I don't even know what that sentence means, but okay.
0: Okay, apparently, uh, I'm not even going to read that because that's stupid. So, every generation is responsible for at least one alarming style subculture. That leaves both parents and the general population muttering under their breath. The OGs, punks, and goths have faced down backlash for their extreme looks since the 70s, but in recent years such things have multiplied thanks to the petri dish of TikTok where people borrow and transform elements of style from the e-girls and e-boys of the past. Recently, an entire branch of utility-focused dress styles have barrel-rolled onto 4U pages repped by rappers like Skarl XRD and City Morgue's Zillikami. Influenced by Techno Club's military-esque looks, video games and Japanese street-style tech core, dark core, and warcore focus on dressing for imminent doom so i guess these people just dress up in yeah look think cargo pants here. Ca- cargo pants with pockets you can actually use layered utility belts bomber jackets with secret compartments combat boots and surgical masks if the end of the world is gonna happen on the way to the shops these kids will be prepared that's uh crazy so people are just <laughs> dressing up like fucking they're in the military now because
1: yeah, everybody everybody knows that looking hardcore saves you from nukes.
0: Oh yeah, looking hardcore definitely just like will save you from getting your ass beat. Like fashion <laughs> will protect you. <laughs> <laughs> Tech core represents the most serious bulk of the trend, focusing more on the nerdier side of wearing fits fit for both nightlife and the great outdoors, whilst Dark Core adds an emo twist, but War previously known online as Terror Core, is the style most likely to raise alarm bells, especially once you learn that it originated as a 4chan meme. As the name suggests, these looks wouldn't be out of place in a war zone, and its adherents could easily be confused with a modern-day soldier.
1: Unless you try to fight them
0: unless you try to fight them yeah it's just uh yeah that guy's wearing a
1: bulletproof vest looks like i mean he he kind of looks like the, okay so it it looks like you the front compartments that looks like the the place where they put the c4 for the suicide bombers for like yeah it does
0: walking around a pedestrian zone looking a bit too much like a soldier or at worst a representative of a renegade militia group doesn't seem to be such a great idea in an era of school shootings and violent terror attacks (laughs) you think you fucking think no (laughs) fucking tell me something i don't know vice news be more fucking obvious without sounding too much like an out-of-touch millennial snowflake is this particular zen gen z aesthetic fire or grounds for being fired I went on a mission to decipher the true meaning of war corps reaching out for intel on whether this aesthetic has truly crossed a line cause Vice delivers the hard hitting articles from fucking donkeys in Cartagena to kids dressing up like fucking they're in the military Vice News things you can put up your butt if you're a straight guy Vice News will tell you about it I'm just plugging Vice News in the middle of this article cause they're gonna sponsor me one day and they'll write a fucking news article about me. They'll be like <laughs> oh. They'll
1: be like man with two assholes sitting at a bar with iPads. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, they just transcribe the episode. It's like it was like these two guys are actually an AI that create a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: There's the gay loud one and the southern redneck dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> who's not a redneck at all because the rednecks wouldn't let him hang out with them because he was fat. <laughs>
1: They're like,
0: you're too fat. And I'm like, wait a minute. You're, isn't that like what rednecks do is be fat? Yeah, they, what, they beef. What am I they missing? They beef
1: fat and eat bacon. Like hey, that's, Bacon's delicious. I know, but like, but that's what they do. Anyway, so...
0: Yeah, we're going to move on. Tyler... Known on TikTok as T-R-T-T-R-X-T-N... Tristan? Is that what it
1: is? dot I would think.
0: I don't know. Discovered the style during the pandemic and explains that... Wearing looks with vests, heavy straps, and chains has helped him feel more like himself, just more futuristic. Though the teenager hasn't experienced combat firsthand, his father is a U.S. soldier, and he has always envisioned himself in a similar role. There are a bunch of people who only wear those styles for the internet, but I personally also wear that stuff for school, Tyler tells me.
1: Oh, I bet Tyler's yeah fucking teachers fucking love tyler i bet they're like i bet every day when they go to lunch they sit there and they go do you think tyler's gonna kill us today like is today (laughs) the day that tyler goes (laughs) fucking off the deep end like he's Uh, taking his meds right like tyler's uh, okay right so i'm going to
0: the 10th grade and i always see everybody staring at me on the walk to school he adds, when I go into stores, sometimes the whole store is silent. People get nervous, especially when I go to the cashier to pay. Or when I walk near a huge group of people, they will sometimes start moving away or taking their kids and walking away from the group. Well, you mean, know what? I know I'm, how you I'm feel, so, Tyler.
1: I'm, yeah, me too. Like, every time I'm around kids, the parents just pull them away. It's like, look, I love children, but I'm not just going to, like, take yours because it's daylight.
0: <laughs> yeah and those are a lot of responsibility why would I take something that I gotta take care of when I can barely take care of myself
1: exactly and also there's security cameras around here like Ex- come on exactly. I'm not dumb
0: exactly you're not the fucking guy from frailty and can get away with it
1: yeah, yeah exactly I have to lure them to the fucking alley where there are no cameras
0: <laughs> oh yeah Anyway, Tyler knows that the public could find his presence frightening and even potentially triggering, no pun intended,
1: <laughs> so, so he
0: makes an effort to be as friendly as possible. If people seem concerned, he also keeps his hands kept firmly out of his pockets. I get searched by the police a lot, mainly for drugs or weapons. Techwear influencer, designer, and United Collective founder, Ye Intentionally ditched wearing Warcore from his everyday look, though still respects those who wear the style. It's a bit different from punk because it's more tactically inclined and is heavily associated with guns. No shit, he explains. Many people aren't comfortable with that. I would be slightly concerned to see someone fully decked out in Warcore at my local Costco, but if I saw a warfare fit at a rave, I wouldn't even blink. Well, I mean, not until the guns come out anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yee-hoon has amassed thousands of followers through YouTube and TikTok videos, dissecting these styles, and has seen the influence of COVID-19 in accelerating the trend. Mm Not least because it allowed for face masks to be worn as part of the overall look. Quarantine also solidified human acknowledgement that we live in a digital world. He says, As we come closer to integrating our lives with technology, we're able to express ourselves in an avatar like manner. I mean, you can fucking do that anyway, you goddamn idiot. You can always do that.
1: You could have always said that. And also, like. It's very different. So like when you're in Hong Kong and you're doing it, you're kinda cool, but when you're in like I don't know, Laverne, Tennessee, it's a problem. So you know how it is. Like you go to like any rural area, they're gonna look at you like you're insane.
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe not in like where we're from. They'll probably be like, Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They're
1: I, they're like, Hey, we like your cheese. Would you like to come to our next meet? Yeah. You know, that's okay, I'm okay. Yeah. so it's going to be at Rose Hill.
0: <laughs> Rose Hill. Oh, man. I hadn't heard that in a while. It, well, at least it wasn't. Minor Hill was better than Rose Hill. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> anyway, he also points to Canadian designer Errolson Hugh, whose pioneering tech wear casts a long shadow on brands today. His past work, even a decade back, influences these styles today, who adds well this is coming from the inside of the mercedes-benz arena kanye west has started a live stream on apple music ahead of his second donda listing event in atlanta tonight apple music shared a link to the live stream across its socials and fans have been watching the rapper do i don't know why i'm reading this it's a tweet and it shows like the dude
1: is that kanye i i guess that's kanye dressed up in donda tactical gear oh
0: wow Warcore! look at it okay
1: anyone who's glanced I, I like seeing Con- well can we scroll up for a second um, so my favorite part about this is that it looks like there's a plastic bag over Kanye's head is that Kanye though
0: I don't know w- it could Maybe. be we'll just speculate
1: I'm just gonna some. I'm going to assume that it is yeah
0: yeah Okay so anyone who's glanced at recently emerging street style trends would have spotted technical fashion and militia elements slowly infiltrating everyday styling with Prada incorporating zip pockets and utility belts into their recently recycled nylon pieces and Kanye West recently taking the motif to new extremes by wearing a custom bulletproof vest and cargo trousers at the Donda listening party. Though judging by guest appearances from both the recently canceled *The Baby* and alleged abuser Marilyn Manson, this was perhaps more for shock factor purposes rather than anything else. What did *The Baby* get canceled for? I I, I want to no down that rabbit hole real quick. <laughs> like, why, <laughs> why did *The Baby* get canceled? I'm clicking it. I'm sorry. All
1: right, all right, we got. Oh, he was crying oh. like *The Baby*. No, I don't. Care. No, I don't know. Uh uh-uh. uh Uh I don't want to do that. We, we want to reject.
0: Yeah. I just reject it. The baby gloats about being canceled for his homophobia and new rap. Okay, that's that's all I needed to know. Uh, he hey, hey,
1: look, he's crying. That's just oh, that's oh, so sad. The baby's crying. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he need maybe he needs a pacifier. I have something he can suck on.
0: Yeah. It's like, yeah. And two assholes. <laughs> that makes me think of the new bit that I've been, been doing, but I'll, I'll fucking spout that out later maybe. But strength, power, and practical practicality are some of the key themes in War core, and young women seem to be increasingly drawn to the style. Taylor Ray, known on TikTok <laughs> as... I'm Taylor Ray. <laughs> Regularly wears Warcore inspired out- outfits casually. Her knowledgeable TikTok videos about tech wear and its surrounding subcultures have amassed over 5 million likes, and she also enjoys seeing
1: full blown Warcore styles online. Oh my God. We are living in the dystopian nightmare future already. We are. As a woman who lives by
0: myself in Chicago, Warcore and similar styles has brought me a newfound level of of self-assuredness she tells vice i have found so much strength and empowerment in this style of clothing taylor adds that she's only ever received positive responsive on her outfits i get a lot more rude comments when i'm wearing a revealing outfit like a dress or a stupid pair of shorts
1: i bet you she's also very pretty what do you want yeah that's I mean, probably she could th- She could come out wearing. She could come out wearing something that covered her entire body, and guys would say, "Like you're so high." <laughs> probably she also
0: acknowledges that this may not be the same for everyone i am a 5-1 white woman who lives in the u.s the black lives matter and stop asian hate movements have shown us that many people throughout the world still hold unfair biases against people of color she says white people like myself are definitely in a place of privilege when it comes to wearing warcore and similar styles out in public but this is just the beginning of warcore as a genre, so I definitely foresee it continuing to grow and change in the coming
1: years. Uh, okay. I to get to her, but I think she's wrong. What do you mean? I think that this is. I think she, I don't think it's going to grow in the years. I, I think what's going to end up happening is it'll fizzle out. I mean, no, it's going to become a necessity. So she's probably right. It's, <laughs> it's, it's gonna be. It's gonna become a necessity. She's probably right. You know, <laughs> she's just start selling her own brand of like bulletproof vest for like kindergartners on up. Exactly, arm the children. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Talk about arm the teachers. No, let the teachers teach. Arm the children. Exactly it seems
0: increasingly likely that the bleak future we've read about in speculative fiction for decades is now actually here. It is, kids. So why not strap on a utility vest before you start the day? I mean, we're going on two years of a global pandemic at this point, Taylor argues. In today's world, with all the uncertainties we face daily, I think it's natural that people gravitate towards a style that makes them feel grounded and powerful. Because let's be honest, some days deciding what to wear is one of the only things you do have control
1: over really like one of the only yeah that's it wow wow i didn't realize i was so fucking powerless thanks God, taylor
0: ta- yeah thanks taylor ray i'm taylor ray it's the most- i'm
1: taylor ray i'm
0: taylor ray and i was on a vice news article
1: and, anyway, I want to make sh- I want, and I want to scare the shit out of you.
0: Yeah. So like, why are you, you, I wonder if she carries her katana around with her. Because that would just be like taking it to a new level. Anyway, we're done with that one. If, if she does,
1: I would rather her take
0: her katana around with her. Okay. We want to get to the next. We got one, two, and three left. Or, you know, one, uh, two, let's and four. do, let
1: Let's do four.
0: Or, which would have been 3 now. So, all right. Harvard again from my arch-nemesis Vice. Ah. Vice motherboard tech by Vice. Harvard. Oh, is this
1: about Oma-Moa?
0: I don't know. Yeah, it is. Harvard's top astronomer believes aliens tried to contact us in 2017. All
1: right, in his new so yeah, this is actually very interesting i like I, I like this uh I know where this is going let's go okay in his new book, dr a
0: v loeb argues how do I say that
1: uh
0: where uh, Oumuamua. Avi loeb uh, O-mu-mu-mu-mu. O-mu-mu-mu-mu, which passed by earth in twenty seventeen wasn't a comet but rather alien
1: technology. Yes, because it sped up after it left the sun's orbit.
0: So you may remember in 2017 when a bizarre blunt-shaped object came whizzing our way in space. It measured approximately half a mile in length and was moving at an irregular pace, getting alien watchers excited. The vast majority of scientists who have studied the object have said, Oh, mau, mau. <laughs> oh, mau, mau. <laughs> was a natural phenomenon, but the head of Harvard's astronomy department just published a book in which he says he believes the giant object was alien in origin. In his book extraterrestrial the first sign of intelligent life beyond earth dr av loeb lays out in 240 pages exactly why he believes the object from 2017 was an intergalactic attempt to contact earth the most exciting aspect of the possibility that oh, oh mama whatever is weird and unlike any asteroid or comet that we had seen before is that it might be a product of an alien technology Loeb told motherboard in an email if so we might not be the sharpest cookie in the jar the fuck kind of cookies are you eating? <laughs> <laughs> or the smartest kid on the block? We should search for additional interstellar objects to find out. Yeah, I got these cookies next door. They probably got razor blades in them. Like fucking, what are you trick or treating? Mommy, the
1: cookies are too sharp to eat. Yeah. <laughs> well, here, drink your father's piss, and let's go to the
0: store. <laughs> In 2019, researchers at the University of Maryland published a paper in Nature Astronomy concluding that the giant space blunt was bizarre because of its color. The fact that the fact it didn't have comet-like propulsion and the fact that it didn't give off gases in the way a comet would, would be expected to, but they also said it was unlikely to be alien in nature. Oh, mama's having some unusual properties is by no means sufficient evidence to conclude that it must be aliens. Matthew Knight, co-author of that paper, told the motherboard at the time, adding, As a scientist, I'm trained to not think in absolutes, so I can't say with 100% confidence that it wasn't aliens. Knight hypothesized that the object was planetismal, meaning it could be a building block of a planet. Loeb, on the other hand, said he doesn't want to jump to conclusions and fill loopholes with assumptions. He argues in his book that this type of thinking is ignorant and we should consider all possibilities, especially because, as he says, humans aren't the smartest ones out there. The truer words have never been smoked. Smoked. <laughs> smoking. Thank thank you for proving Dr. Loeb's point. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Dr. Loeb's right. (laughs) All right. Most of the mainstream astronomy community continued with business as usual and ignored Omama's anomalies. Loeb said some mainstream astronomers tried to explain the anomalies but needed to invoke objects that were never seen before, like a hydrogen iceberg or a dust bunny that are not likely to survive the long interstellar journey exactly what the object is unknown but the professor is certain it's an object from a distant alien civilization NASA can confirm it came from another solar system accelerated in a non comet like way through space and that astronomers have never seen a natural object with such extreme proportions in the solar system before my point is that it is very difficult to explain the weird properties of umama with conventional natural processes so studying objects of its type in the future will either educate us about an unusual natural source or about another civilization Loeb said let's collect evidence and not rely on prejudice the book will be available to the public on january 26th so it's oh, probably that was- out
1: it, yeah, it is. Uh so another thing that was interesting about Oumuamua is that it, it was ob- oblong in shape and usually things in space are round because gravity normally turns things in, you know, round. Yeah. Uh so it was it just had a really unusual shape about it too. Yeah. Um So yeah, it, I I thought this was a really interesting, was uh, interesting yeah. hypothesis.
0: Yeah, maybe it is a alien. So so it Sped up when it got
1: outside of the sun's gravity. Yeah, so it you know normally it would either go around in circles or you know be caught in gravity and become an orbit or whatever, but this like looped around the sun, slingshotted around the sun, and then sped up. Weird. That is weird. All right, let's go with article number one.
0: Number one. This is from my arch nemesis yet again, <laughs> oh my Vice News. That's all I had today, sorry. Anyway, why Tom Cruise's jacket in Top Gun Maverick had Taiwan moviegoers clapping and cheering. Hollywood just did some unprecedented with the new Top Gun movie film, a critic said. Classic 80s action flick Top Gun is back with a sequel. But for all its soaring aerial maneuvers, the most daring stunt may be a middle finger to China. The joy of Taiwanese audiences hitting the theaters this week, Top Gun Maverick features a prominent shot of the Japanese and Taiwanese flags, national symbols that were scrubbed from a 2019 trailer. The flags were initially replaced by random symbols, drawing sharp criticisms as an example of Hollywood's... Hollywood caving into China's political demands but in a rare U-turn which has yet to be explained they have reappeared in the film's worldwide release uh oh it is unprecedented host Yu Bun a film critic in Hong Kong told Vice World News major film studios have never been shy about pandering to the Chinese market and even if it is a simple scene. Editing is very costly, so no one knows why they changed it back. Tom Cruise plays Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell, who in the 1986 original
1: wore a bomber jacket
0: featuring a patch. <laughs> Wait, what? Huh? With
1: the- I'm sorry, my brain shot back with uh who in 1986 flew directly into the sun
0: (laughs) that's fucking hilarious no he wore a bomber jacket featuring a patch with the flags of taiwan japan the u.s and the united nations the patch commemorates a u.s battleships tour of japan taiwan and the western pacific in 1963 to 1964. In a trailer of the sequel, he was seen in the same iconic jacket but with two flags replaced, sparking controversy in 2019. The Taiwanese flag would not fly with Chinese censors as Beijing sees any recognition of Taiwan's sovereignty as a challenge to its own. China considers the self-ruled democratic island as part of its territory and has boycotted companies including Gap and Marriott for
1: implying Taiwan as a separate country. You're you're breaking up. I am? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, okay. from territory and has boycotted companies, including The Gap and Marriott, for implying Taiwan as a separate country in their products. Apple has centered the Taiwanese flag emoji for iPhone users in China and the Chinese special administrative regions of Hong Kong and Macau. Huh. As China's 10 cent pictures initially joined Paramount Pictures as an investor and a market partner for the film, Many saw the flag's removal from the trailer as further evidence of Chinese influence in foreign film production. The company did not explain at the time why the Taiwanese and Japanese flags were cut. Weird. Huh.
0: I don't know why I'm breaking up, but hopefully it's better now. Yeah. Okay, hey, but the Chinese firm has backed out of the deal over concerns that Chinese leaders might be upset by its association with the film, whose production involves the U.S. Department of Defense and is effectively American military propaganda, the Wall Street Journal reported on Friday. That's funny. The blockbuster has not been given a release date in China, the world's biggest movie box office worth $7.3 billion as of 2021. Meanwhile, at the movie premiere in Taiwan, the audiences cheered and clapped at the unexpected sight of their national flag, the central news agency of Taiwan reported. Some people even flocked to buy copies of the jacket, which is being sold at the price of $1,449 jesus fuck yeah to be honest tom doesn't necessarily have to wear the same jacket in the opening scene there's no way film producers didn't know the republic of china flag would cross the chinese communist party's red line a taiwanese film writer who goes by the moniker knee joint wrote on facebook republic of china is the official name of taiwan but they still did it anyway moviegoers in china on the other hand were not impressed fine don't take our money we will watch the pirated versions a commentator said on chinese social media Weibo. the highly anticipated film has been in the wings ha 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 for more than three years but its release has been repeatedly delayed due to the pandemic <laughs> what you just got the in the wings reference
1: (laughs) no 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 i was like has been repeatedly delayed because tom cruise keeps flying into the sun (laughs) (laughs) god damn it tom cruise these airplanes are expensive
0: yeah you and your two buttholes (laughs) (laughs) it's not even pride
1: month (laughs) how dare you you use your immortality like this tom cruise
0: why don't you go fuck a fish (laughs) Okay. In the film, Tom Cruise is back. He's back in the cockpit as Maverick, a top aviator in the Navy, to train graduates for a special assignment and confront the ghosts of his past. (laughs) Flying into the sun. (laughs) Oh, God.
1: And then he has some students that just fly directly into the moon. They're like, we don't believe in the sun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Already taking off in theaters. The title is expected to earn more than $180 million in the global box office this weekend, setting a new record in Cruisey's career. Wow. That was interesting. It was very, kind of anticlimactic. You know, it was fucking kind of lame. But, hey. That's what you get hey, sometimes. You can't. I they, mean, they the visual of.
1: The, can't knock them all out of the park. The, the visual of Tom Cruise flying directly into the sun, though, like that just. Yep. Uh, chef's kiss. Chef's he's all kiss, like, indeed. He's all like, tell Katie Holmes that we're still married. And he just flies into the sun. <laughs> 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 That's funny. And they're like, uh, is this Katie Holmes? She's like, yeah. He's like, Tom Cruise said you guys are still married. She's like, well, that's just not true. And then that's how it is. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, we've got one more. All right. Ho- uh,
0: hopefully this one takes us home.
1: <laughs> all right. Let's, let's see.
0: This is from Esquire.
1: I was about to say, is it from Ranker?
0: Every single Will Ferrell movie ranked from worst to best. Oh my God. I don't know. I, I I don't know if we have time for this.
1: Let's do let's do the top
0: five. Should we abort?
1: We we can do the top five.
0: Let's. Oh, we do, have to scroll to the bottom. Yeah, we do. We can just go through them real quick. So, you, we should try to guess the top
1: five. Oh God, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say I'm, Zoolander has to be like up there. You think so? God Zoolander was so fucking funny.
0: This is what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Okay. Talladega Nights, Anchorman, Man, yeah. yeah. uh fucking Step Brothers. Yes. Um, Elf. Elf. And Elf. shit, man. I almost want to say Stranger Than Fiction.
1: All right, that's if, that's if, my all five. Right, let's let's go for it. All I right. don't know his movies well enough to say.
0: But okay. Number thirty nine is Daddy's Home too. So, thirty eight is Ladies Man. Oh, I remember that fucking movie.
1: I don't. I've never seen. I've never um, seen any of these movies.
0: It uh, it's based off a freaking character from Saturday Night Live, played by Tim Meadows, named the Ladies Man, Leon Phelps. And, you. Yeah, Will Ferrell's in the movie. I don't remember that much about it. It's been so long since I've seen it. Man. Night at the Roxbury. Night at the Roxbury. Number 37, huh? The House. I don't even know what that one is. No clue. 36. Semi-Pro. I love Semi-Pro. Semi-Pro was good. Jackie fucking Moon, man. Love Me Sexy. Fucking great movie. I love Semi-Pro. That should have been higher up there in my opinion. Zoolander 2. Zoolander 2. Ooh, that's 34. Bewitched. 33 32 Land of the Lost. I've seen that movie. Get Hard. That was an okay movie. Daddy's Home. It's number 30 n- okay. Number 30, okay. Superstar number 29. Let's see. I like that movie. Yeah. Winter Passing. I don't think I've ever seen that I've ne- movie. Yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah. It's Apparently, it's not the saddest Will Ferrell role he's ever played. A
1: failed Christian rock musician.
0: Yeah. Kicking and Screaming. It's about him coaching soccer, I'm pretty sure. Little kids soccer. Casa de mi padre. That's a movie that's totally in Spanish.
1: The House of My Father?
0: Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's like totally in Spanish. The Producers.
1: Oh, I loved that movie.
0: Yeah. Starsky and Hutch, number 24. Number 23, The Campaign. That was all right, maybe. Blades of Glory. Eh, that one wasn't great. Curious George. I didn't know he was in Curious George. Huh. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I didn't even know there's a Curious George movie. Austin oh, he Powers.
1: Was the man in the yellow hat. Oh,
0: okay. That's cool. Um, Eurovision Song Contest. The story. How is that not lower? Because I've like... No, that's, a, that's just because it's on Netflix. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. That's a good
1: one. Yeah, that's a good one. Downhill. I've never even heard of that. Nope. But if it's got Louis, Julia, uh Louis Stryfus in it, it's probably pretty good. Yeah. Melinda, Melinda. I don't know what that, I haven't heard of that one. I don't think. Dick.
0: Dick I don't, I don't uh, think I've seen that one either. Don't think I've seen that either. Oh, Megamind. That's yeah. That's a fucking that. great movie. Yeah, Megamind was good. Okay, we've got Austin Powers International Man of Mystery, Wedding Crashers at number 12. Anchorman 2: The Legend Continues at number 11. We're getting there. Oh man, we're in the We're about to be in the top 10. Step There's Brothers is brothers. number 10. Bull number Bullshit. Bull fucking shit. That should have been up to at least the top 5. That's in my top 5. <laughs> Old school. Old school. Okay, number nine. Let's see the other guys. That was a good movie. I, I like that movie. Number eight. Okay, number seven. Everything must go. I don't freaking
1: haven't seen that.
0: I haven't seen that. Semi series. Number six. You're that wasn't in the top five. I was close. Some was of so my close. movies are in the top five. At least four of my movies that I picked are going to be in the top five. Talladega Nights. Number five. Yep okay then we have the lego Lego movie movie. huh okay elf stranger than fiction number two what i say number one anchorman the legend of ron burgundy i would have to sadly disagree and put either like talladega knights higher than that personally
1: maybe even zoolander I, I think Zoolander deserves a better slot than Six. I think Zoolander was a really funny movie. It was, it was. Like
0: the most hilarious part of that movie was the fucking gas fight. But yes, it was. Was it that was was it you that I was watching that movie with the oh first God, time yeah. we were yeah, watching yeah, yeah. it? We, and, we rented it at Derek's house. Yeah, we were like watching it, and I remember like we were, were were we high? I don't remember. We probably were. We were
1: high as fuck watching that movie.
0: Because I remember we, I was laughing. I was like, they were pumping gas. And before it even happened, it was like, oh, it'd be funny if they got in a gas fight. And then yeah, they. Cause
1: f- they were, yeah, because we were like, I had just made the comment. I was like, wow, this is like every hair commercial ever or something like, like shampoo commercial ever. Yeah. And you, and then they did, they come to the pump and you're like, it'd be really funny if they got into a gas fight and then they did. Yes. We <laughs> lost our, sh- I've never, I don't think I've ever laughed so hard in my life.
0: I haven't either, dude. I remember that was like some we back explosion. We
1: had to, explo- stop, the mo- we was, had to yes. stop the movie. You, we, got, you guys listening, we had to stop the movie. We did we had to rewind the movie back to the beginning just so we could see the whole thing again and then we had to stop it a second time because it was so fucking funny
0: it was fucking pretty hilarious and just the fact that like right before it happened never seen the movie i was just like oh it'd be hilarious if they got in a gas fight and then when they did i was like oh my god fucking just beautiful art
1: Yeah, they nailed it. That like that was like the perfect... And then the fucking... The callback. The fucking statue at the end.
0: Yes, yes. That shit was... Uh, that was a good movie. It was a fucking excellent movie. We got through that article way quick. Who... That's okay.
1: We are probably pulling into the station
0: anyway. Oh, no. We've still got some time. If we're going time? for... Time? Yeah, if we're going for a trad ep. <laughs> we've still got like a couple more minutes. We can find something to... A rabbit hole to go down, I'm sure.
1: Anything interesting you've heard lately? Oh my God, no! I've been on vacation for like two weeks. Uh, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, I didn't do shit. I just kind of laid in my bed and like fucking ate a bunch. I've just been working,
0: and well, I did do something really, really interesting because you know I do comedy, and comedy will take you some weird places sometimes just right. you'll do comedy in some of the most odd locales my comedy career is peaked because what, what, what happened tell me i got to do comedy at a catfish tournament <laughs> you heard me right a catfish <laughs> tournament by a lake
1: uh-huh
0: yeah it Please was tell
1: me more about this oh
0: man First off, it was up in the Lake Berryessa, which is kind of up in the mountains. It was weird. I was like, man, I didn't know they had lakes in the mountains, but okay. It was beautiful, but yeah, we got there and right by the lake, a bunch of people had their like chairs and shit sitting out there. There were kids there, so it was just like, oh man, (laughs) it was like, y'all did not think this through. (laughs) I mean, I had a decent set. I had a very, very good, decent set. I mean, it wasn't the best set, but I didn't feel like shit when I got off stage. It was one of those sets where I was like, I can live with that. It's like I got laughs, and it was cool because, you know... They paid us, and on top of that, they d- took up tips too. So we got paid from tips too, which was awesome. And it was cool because when I w- went up and started doing my set, people started coming up and tipping, and I'm just like, "Fuck yeah!" And then it just kept going, and everybody everybody had a decent set. I mean, it was a I I didn't think it was going to be good at all. I was like going up there, like, "Man, this is gonna fucking suck. These people aren't gonna like my comedy at all." And then I went up there, and it's just like. You wouldn't think it, but some of the most conservative type crowds are like open to laugh at anything.
1: Oh yeah, because they're so horribly racist that they
0: don't care. Oh yeah, but still, <laughs> they're they're not as like.
1: They're, yeah, they're they're not as uh, uptight about. Yeah,
0: like, yeah, they don't probably mean anything, but who knows? There, there, there is a weird crowd. It was a uh, you know. It was actually a pretty diverse crowd. It wasn't super diverse, but you know,
1: fishing man, everybody goes fishing. Yeah, I mean, dude. like it's not—it's not, it's not every—it's—it's ta- it's not every day that you can like do stand up at like a Bass Pro Shop. So I mean, like that's oh, it wasn't even a Bass Pro Shop. It was like at the actual lake. It was yeah, that, on, that's a, that's the joke. It so. was
0: literally on a freaking trailer that. My like the trailer my dad used to haul hay on. <laughs> I was like, man, we're we oh, gonna okay. go hauling hay after this. It was uh pretty good. Other than that, I've just been you know doing comedy, doing open mics, trying to work out new stuff. I did uh, have a, a stupid new joke that I was working out. It it it, it kind of has been working, but work in progress. Yeah, it's a work in progress. I won't run it by. I, I won't run it by you on the podcast because that's just cringe.
1: <laughs> that's just
0: cringe. This isn't a writing workshop. You have to come no. to my live shows to see me do, to hear me do
1: jokes. Maybe I'll pepper in a joke sometimes. Who knows? I I like to think that there's a couple of jokes going around the podcast. You know? Yeah. Like, we're sort of funny people.
0: <laughs> blowjobs, butt chugs, and books. <laughs>
1: Hey, oh, yeah, that's why I had to get that second asshole. Like, I mean, <laughs> It's Pride Month. When the first one wears out, it wears out. Like, I'm just going to have to work on a Pride set. A pri- yeah, exactly. You'd be like, all right, here's my Pride set. He's like, if companies can shill for a month, I can too.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> if companies can shill for a month, I can too. I've had those jokes way before
1: those companies were celebrating Pride. <laughs> so, I was seeing something interesting about Pride. Speaking of Pride, yeah. Uh, so, like you know, how like a lot of companies will turn their logos into like rainbows and stuff during Pride Month. Apparently, they don't do that in other parts of the world during Pride Month. It's like kind of just America.
0: Yeah, we're we kind of, America kind of panders to people, you know. It's
1: all like. Hey, we don't actually care about you. Here's this here's this fucking logo that we bought. Uh, you know, go ahead and buy some of our tires and some Oreos. Like
0: Yeah. Okay. Fucking brought to you by
1: DeWalt and Outback Steakhouse. Yeah, exactly. And meanwhile, like the the gay guys are I like I've literally heard gay guys go, "Oh, you know what? During Pride month it's so sweet that like these companies will like, you know, recognize us." And I'm like, "It's a mar- it's a marketing scam, guys." Like, they do, they, like, they don't they, don't, wreck they don't give a shit about yeah, you. They're they, probably poisoning you.
0: Yeah. It's like they don't care about you. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, yeah.
1: Oreos, Oreos is like, during Pride Month, we're made with 54% more strychnine. <laughs> and Eat a up, dollop gays. of semen. <laughs> Eat up, gays. <laughs> You'll be shitting out both assholes tonight.
0: <laughs> oh, man. So, you, 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 uh, how, how, I guess you have some, uh, animosity toward the companies in Pride, which I hear a lot just, of people say that, which is true. They fucking pander. Just like yeah. with anything, like, that's hip and trendy, they'll, they'll pander. Like, the new thing to get behind. What are we going to do now that fucking Amber Heard and Johnny Depp aren't fucking in court anymore? Like, what's
1: next? Huh? I don't. I don't know. what, well, you know, they've got to. They've got to go back to court because I don't think they still. I think they have to cover the assault allegation. Oh, we got a round two. Huh? Yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah, there's going to be more of it from what I was reading. Wow, the yesterday. part two, a
0: sequel. Yeah, they got to do
1: something to cover that Epstein trial, I guess. I I love how Amber Heard was like, the jury was just like fooled a really good actor and I was like yeah and it wasn't you
0: <laughs> like she freaking did she get a public defender <laughs> cause <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I thought
1: she was gonna, like originally like the plan was that she was gonna like represent herself from what I was reading and I was like she would probably be better do off that. doing that man yeah, maybe like I just like you're too crazy to do that Amber sorry yeah it's like I can't afford to pay Johnny Depp Bye bye. I got to get on my private jet, my private jet and fly somewhere. Like, it's a private like, uh, private
0: jet. It's just a yeah, jet made out of dicks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like it's my private jet. It is quite the genital ride, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Very genital ride.
0: That's great, man. What else has been going on? What else? oh let's get disappointed real quick might as well right yeah people can email us at our email address i mean i'd say it but i know you're not going to email us anyways at thorn my side podcast at gmail.com don't forget the because uh, vowels are important yeah
1: i'm looking to see i'm like did anybody nope,
0: nope. anchor thanks anchor, anchor. it's your turn to try video podcast no because izzy don't have a camera <laughs> you could buy us a got- camera anchor buy izzy a camera and we'll fucking do yeah, video podcast buy me a
1: camera anchor actually barnes and noble no oh, buy me a, like as many blow jobs as i have given in your bathroom
0: <laughs> that's funny that is hilarious oh barnes and noble i wonder how barnes and noble's been doing
1: i wonder if they ever did like that that restaurant add-on thing they were going to do during pandemic when they thought that was a good idea yeah barnes and noble a place to take your date and date rape wait what wait is that not how the jingle goes i thought i I don't know said barnes and noble known for date rape Well, I mean, I just assumed like once they start selling liquor, you know, you just roofie someone. Late. Oh
0: yeah, like roofie
1: them with a good book. Now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, I, I took that. My brain immediately shot back two outcomes. Outcome Tom number Grace one. Tom flying into the sun. <laughs> outcome number one is the expectation outcome, right? And it's just like your boyfriend reading you a book and you fall gently asleep and then he fucks you. <laughs> um... Outcome number two is your boyfriend gently bashing the back of your head in with a really heavy book and then fucking you
0: <laughs> one of them's sweet, and the the other one
1: is not <laughs> I mean you get to come either way, so yeah. this is true. Well, I actually, 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 I know exactly what it is. The one where he's reading to them, that's for the ladies. The one where he's bashing your brains in, that's for the men.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, for sure. Most certainly. (laughs) Anyway, we're pulling the station now. We somehow managed to stretch that out at the end. Laffy Taffy.
1: (laughs) We managed to bullshit our way right past the finish line.
0: Yeah, right past the finish line. We're coming up on the station now. You got anything (laughs) that you want to plug other than your second butthole?
1: (laughs) I I don't have anything I'm promoting right now except for uh, the American Mythology album, which you guys, you know. I was actually listening to
0: some of that today. Yeah?
1: Yeah, I was listening to it at work. Well, thank you for that, man. On
0: break, I was just like, ah, I'm gonna listen to that. I was looking at my library of my artists, and I'm like, hey, it's it's Izzy's album, and I played it and listened to a couple songs. It was cool.
1: Yeah, Uh, I thank you. I'm 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 very uh, I'm very proud of that album. It uh, it actually it's been doing really really well. That's awesome. That's freaking awesome, dude. Yeah. How about you? What you got going on?
0: Um, hmm, I'm on social justice court. This Friday. Yeah. Heather Rogue Social Justice. You can actually watch it live on Twitch TV
1: Then I send me a link. I can watch it Friday. Yeah, Yeah. I will.
0: I'll send you a link, and you can watch it. You can actually go back and watch the earlier ones because Stab has it on their Twitch. I don't know why I'm promoting Stab's Twitch. I mean, I shouldn't be because I've asked to like let me put a show on there, and he's just like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm just like, okay, man, I'll just go someplace else, I guess. (laughs) And
1: and we can we link his Twitch to the Thorn on Our Side podcast thing i mean
0: probably could but yeah. yeah maybe we'll see anyway uh other than that i'm not really doing too much i've just been if you want to follow me on instagram i always uh i'm posting stuff every day posting my silly photoshops i'm trying to figure out what gets the gets the likes usually but i'm just trying to get better at photoshop and so if you have any Photoshop requests, let me know. I'm always down to do Photoshop requests. That's yeah, send like, us a fucking email. Yeah, send us a goddamn email, or you could just DM me. <laughs> you could uh, you could add me on Instagram at the Southern Reject, the underscore Southern underscore Reject. You can follow me there, and you can DM me on on Instagram and be like, "Hey, do this movie poster." So what I do is I Photoshop myself into movie posters because I'm a narcissist. (laughs) No, not really. I just, uh, who else am I going to fucking Photoshop into it? Like, I mean, I could do other people, but that's just like kind of insensitive, I guess, depending (laughs) on the people. Like, if people people have asked me to Photoshop them into stuff, like one of my. My buddies from from Lodi was like, it's like, photoshopped my face onto Falling Down, and I'm like, got you, and <laughs> I photoshopped his face on the cover of that, and then like some, I guess some people in the Modesto comedy group saw it and <laughs> and changed the cover photo to that, and I'm like, hell yeah! <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, follow me for silly photoshops. I'm uh, <laughs> trying to get better, but anyway. You got anything else, guy?
1: We love you guys, and thank you for listening.
0: Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.